The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. All right, so we continue the conversation then on the talking point. Of course, uh, the conversation on uh, the education issue lasting a bit longer than what was anticipated. But uh, we'll make the most of what we have, which remains before we get to the 11 o'clock news update. And we'll be looking at the issue of Steinhoff now uh, with Tsepo Matzeba. He is... um, the MD of of Reputation First and a seasoned marketing and communication director. And Sepp, of course, uh, you are asking a very important question about what has happened to Steinhoff. Uh, good morning, Kathy. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, yes, indeed, we are asking the question, um, whatever has happened to Steinhoff? And that's on the backdrop of South Africa being uh, generally a forgiving nation. Um, but that forgiveness often uh, comes with forgetfulness. And that's what I've labeled a, a dangerous amnesia. And, uh, you know, you and I will know that having a, a, a toxic uh, and, and uh, uh, amnesia, dangerous amnesia on pertinent economic issues, on and pertinent uh, political issues has uh, often uh, consequences in that uh, we avoid accountability. And so when you look at the situation with Steinhoff, um, we have to ask ourselves uh, serious questions about why is one Marcus Yoste uh, and his buddies uh, are working around free in South Africa, having cost um, uh, the civil servants almost 21 mm-hmm. billion in patient fund values. Mm-hmm. It, it comes back to accountability, right? And whether or not we have consequence management generally across the board in this country for those who are accused or even have been found to do wrong. Yes, um, and the problem here is that um, when the law and the wills of justice, they seems to be moving very, very slowly depending on who you are. So when you are a powerful executive from Stellenbosch, white and male, it seems like the wheels of justice moves much slower than when you are a young man in Alexander who may have been accused of stealing mm-hmm. bread at, a, at a, uh, your nearest retail store. Um, so we are very, very quick to take action on certain uh, people based on their racial profile, based on their uh, uh, economic or class profile, um, and then, of course, based on the power that they meet. Now, we are disappointed uh, at, at uh, the fact that um, the South African Reserve Bank uh, uh, seems to have missed the opportunity in terms of ch- exchange controls to to, to disallow uh, the, the listing of uh, standoff in Frankfurt in 2015. Mm-hmm. And additionally, we have to ask an important question in terms of why the NPA or the, the Hawks have not placed Marcus Yoste under arrest since 2017. We are now uh, in February of 2021. Uh, nothing seems to be happening. And at the core of our story, uh, or the, the essence of this discussion that I, I'm trying to raise, is the fact that as South Africans, we forgive too quickly, we forget too quickly, um, and we leave important issues to uh, chance, and we shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing that. Now, the Financial Sector Conduct Authority has left him yesterday in this instance with a mere $162 million for insider trading. 
but no one has put him behind behind bars. If you reflect on what happened when he resigned on the 5th of December 2017, the stand of share price dropped, dropped from 46 rands to about six rands in under three days. Um, but he continues to enjoy his crew. In fact, he might be at, at the moment as we speak uh, having uh, sparkling wine somewhere in Stellenbosch. Mm-hmm. But had he been uh, 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 some, uh, some African male from KwaZulu-Natal, uh, he would either be on some type of a commission or he would be in jail, particularly if he was from Limpopo. And so we have to talk about the stories. We have to talk consistently so that we can put the authorities of South Africa under pressure, but also about the mind shift and um, that uh, corruption and crime is not immune or, mm. or is not a monopoly of the state. And mm. that's what happens because in the middle of corruption, there's always the corrupter, the corrupted, and the corruptee. Mm. And so so, so there is a collusion often between the public and the private sector. And it seems like when it comes to uh, the, the private sector, we seem to, to be holding a very soft glass. And when it comes to certain white males, um, uh, powerful white males, we really, really apply short laughs, but we also deliberately forget what has transpired. Remember, Steinhoff has cost investors almost $300 billion. On their own website, Steinhoff says their core values are transparency, fairness, honesty, integrity, and then they talk about good mm-hmm. corporate citizenship. Where is the good corporate citizenship and why are we not holding them to account? You know, as, as you're talking, uh, a part of me is thinking about the the culture of impunity that exists in our country generally that if we did a better job of just holding people accountable regardless of whether they were in the public or even the private sector that situations like what we're seeing or what has happened with Steinhoff would be less likely in the private sector but also the situations that we're seeing in the public sector would also um, be, 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 be less likely to happen uh, that's correct. And, uh, and partly this happens because uh, we don't have a coordinated uh, uh, crime prevention system that works together. So there might w- well be good work being done at SARS, but SARS has to enable the NPA through insights and expertise and documentation mm. uh, uh, to and, and the Reserve Bank, of course, to, but they have to enable the, 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 the NPA to do their job and the NPA has to enable the courts to do their work. And so if this ecosystem um, is working uh, uh, in haphazardly and focusing on certain segments of society, Mm. as opposed to dealing with crime across the board, and I want to emphasize that in this instance, we have very, very strong, powerful males, uh, white males in Stellenbosch, who are very much protected by the system or not challenged as speedily as they should be challenged by the system. I make an example that if Steinhoff, the debacle was actually driven by Africans, um, the speed of, uh, of, of arrest mm. uh, would have been uh, faster than the train itself. Um, but because we are dealing with a very powerful uh, individuals who are interconnected with the system um, uh, of justice, the system of the regulatory environment, you will then have a slow pace because there are too many people who have to massage each other in the process instead of dealing uh, uh, swiftly 
with a crime. And remember that a crime has been committed. Mm. Uh, the gentleman in question, in fact, has admitted uh, in his letter to shareholders that he has done wrong. Uh, he has cost many millions of civil servants and people around the world um, their hard-earned money. I feel, I do feel for one uh, Christo uh, uh, who who has lost at least around 59 billion, which was wiped and went into smokes, Christo Vise. But imagine what has the impact of this on the pensioners uh, who have lost almost 21 billion across the country. Do you believe that the inability to thoroughly investigate the Steinhoff matter that results in arrests is any different to the inability that we see on a daily basis by some of um, our security and justice cluster um, institutions to also investigate other wrongdoing that takes place in the country. So I guess what I'm asking is, is Steinhoff exceptional in the fact that there has been no accountability to date or is that unfortunately the state of affairs in our country um, Steinhoff is no ex- exception, um, but it is uh, the exception in Steinhoff is that there is not even an effort for people, the, the institution of institutions of the state, to collaborate so that the one who has the expertise and the insights interprets the information and hands over to the one who must prosecute. So you need the Reserve Bank to talk to the, the, the National Prosecuting Authority and then in there create an understanding of what the issues are. Whether it was a global issue, whether it is complex, is completely irrelevant. A crime is a crime. And there are documents to demonstrate that a crime was committed. Globally, there are countries that have already taken initiative and pressed charges. You expect South Africa. Uh, this is a South African problem. You expect South Africa to act swiftly and act consistently, irrespective of what uh, Mr. Yoste or the, co- the people who committed the crime look like or where they come from. All right, let's leave it there for today. Tsepo Matseba is the MD of Reputation First and a seasoned marketing and communication director. Yeah, you'd remember the last time Shamila Batoy was asked about this in Parliament. She said, you know, Stanhoff was part of the top 10 cases that they were investigating and that there would be movement soon. But, well, we're still waiting uh, for that movement. I guess uh, it's all about the, the word soon being quite relative now, eh? Is it soon today, soon tomorrow? Is it soon and very soon? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to get into trouble. It's 11 o'clock. Utsile Sako has your latest news.